All right, welcome back to another edition of DC Cinematic Minute. Uh, I'm Nathan, and you can find me on social media at NoClutchNate, as well as my Instagram toy photography page, Clutch Figures. And I'm Mark. You can follow me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Mike. You can find me at uh, my podcast, Stellar Dynamics, where I talk about Rush. And I forgot my other podcast with your girlfriend, uh, Piece by Piece, where we go piece by piece through One Piece, Oh yeah, the anime. Oh, hell yeah. Sounds interesting. Piece by piece through One Piece. That's a fun thing to say. All right. Well, you like piece so much. (laughs) Triggered. It's true. (laughs) So we're at minute 15 here, and uh, minute 15 of Man of Steel is going to start out with... uh, uh, Cal's ship actually taking off that we see, and it uh, ends with uh, Lara telling Zod the the name of it, her child, uh, telling him that it, it, his name is Cal, and then she starts to speak, but the minute quickly cuts off there. Says my name. Uh, his name is Cal, son of El. Yep. So uh, it's kind of it's kind of like Zod was uh, referring to it as an object. You know, like where where have you sent it? You know, he was he was more referring to the codex than than the child itself. His name, and, and that's why Lara kind of wanted to 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 clear things up. Yeah, you know, defend her her child, her seed. His name is Robert Paulson. <laughs> yeah, one of those. I'm a person, and my name is Anakin. Yeah, <laughs> that's yes. what that's what they were going for. That's exactly minute. what they were going for. Um, yeah. So in this minute. Uh, the ship does launch out of the Citadel, and uh, Zod kills Jor-El in this. Oh, yeah, with his massive arm so. blade. That was cool. I mean... Assassin's Creed. I right think would have known that was coming. Like, Who, Jor- did Jor-El know? Jor-El would like, all right. The pieces kind of seem... I can see you. Hey, He's like, I can see you coming at me with that blade, bro. Um, I think he's too in awe of the actual... Spaceship the ship, launching? The ship launching. Because that's... Why? I mean, that's it. That's like... That's, his, that's 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 that's, that's giving your child yeah. to the the Huey helicopter in uh, uh, occupied Vietnam, you know. When they're leaving Saigon, exactly. And... Like that's it's that kind of thing. It's like oh, I, I th- this is it. I'm seeing the last of, of, no, of my child, right. and and kind of that's the last hope of is fading. Yeah, out going out. And he's giving him his best wishes, and he's gonna love him. He's gonna miss him. I right, love you. I'm gonna miss you. Yeah, because mom gonna love you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Zod uh, whips out his cool but yeah he is wrist blade again P I ist and that's pissed with a capital T with mm. yes with a capital T uh, as he whips out that that massive uh, arm blade yeah because it, like in his eyes that that he failed yeah uh, and I wonder if that is like a part of if, if all armor has that no because Zod no. has like no, custom just armor Zod, yeah. Yeah. and he's like all right if I get into hand to hand combat I need some some way out. Oh bring man! A, it bring happened. a knife to a fist fight. To, well, you didn't... know, the same kind of deal happened in a Gladiator where he hit the arrowhead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he, mm-hmm. like, he kills Jor-El because like he failed and like he feels super betrayed in this moment. Yeah. And he didn't want to kill Jor-El. Um, he was a close ally for most of their like their lives. Yeah, you can definitely and see it in his face uh, as the minute progresses on Zod's face. He didn't face. want He's... to do that, but you know that. He's just so angry, and yep. this gets mirrored later in Batman v Superman. Uh, I think some people have seen, like, kind of seen this. Um, so we know that Zod comes back as Doomsday in the next film. Yeah, he wasn't as good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> subpar acting. Subpar acting from General Zod. <clears throat> and um, Michael Shannon, very good though. The same arm, and with another person of the ale family mm-hmm. 
I stabs him kills, in the heart with a, yeah. with a spike bow. Kills him the same way. Yeah. So both Jor-El and Cal-El die from the same person the same way, like from one film to the next. They, they didn't realize they, that until just now when you said it's that. It's poetic, yeah. man. Yeah. I don't think poetic. There's a lot of things. Like, yeah. which if uh, a good thing to do is to watch Man of Steel. Like, if you're into it, watch Man of Steel and then BVS, and mm-hmm. and it, they line up very well and mm-hmm. uh, in more ways than one. But yeah, there's definite definite parallels, especially in uh, the death of of L, the House of L, if you will. Hmm. Um, what in BVS? The, the death of House L? Yeah, both. And oh, Man like of Steel the five minutes where he was dead. Yeah, got it. The five <laughs> minutes where he was dead. Yeah. But I thought it was kind of weird that Jor Jor El just kind of died. Like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. well, it like, like I think oh, it's well, I think it's almost like his his job is done. He did his duty. Got, well, they know he's gonna die like he anyway. Get, he There's gets, no hope for them. Krypton's about to explode. You know, I was thinking about this. This whole Krypton thing reminds me a lot of like Planet Vulcan in uh, the Star Trek the, yeah. the new the new series. Yeah. Um, how Vulcan like collapsed in on itself. That's like the exact same thing with Krypton. And it's like the exact same species almost too. Yeah. Maybe not with the superpowers and whatnot, but they're very technology, like technologically advanced. Not about the emotions. They're a humanoid, but... and they're also more advanced than regular humans. Yeah. yeah, it's. I think it. I think it mirrors Vulcan a lot. Yeah. God, I thought I would never be saying this in my entire life. Talk about go, Star man. Trek. I love it now, though. I think I'm not gonna get into that. I'll talk to you guys <laughs> off of mic with that. What I think that so like how how being nerdy or geeky has become like socially acceptably cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, Star Trek is not cool. Like <laughs> you are still a fucking nerd if you like Star Trek. That's why I like like people are like, oh, I wish my boyfriend wore Star Wars shirts with me. It's like shut up, nerd. Like you're just being like you're just acting like it because whatever. But then if you're like, man. You see Natasha Yar in that episode of Star Trek yeah. Next Generation. Yeah, exactly. She was looking good, and look, she was looking at Worf like that. You just sound like a, you actually sound like a nerd. Absolutely. That was just, that's what I was going to say. Star Trek still isn't cool. <laughs> I mean, here we are talking about Superman. Welcome back to yeah, Star Trek Minute. Like, uh, here we are talking about relationships. And uh, Mike, how was? Uh, all right, we're done with this. <laughs> good beer. But yeah, so a lot of a lot of death. A lot of death. I like that he fell straight back too. Yeah, like flat board. <laughs> like I wrote that tree. down. <laughs> there was no like faltering. It was like, nope. Uh, Russell, can you just fall backwards? Am I gonna have a pad straight under me to catch back? me? Nope. No, sir. <laughs> just that armor you're wearing. All right. Okay. And action. And trust fall. <laughs> and it's just flat. Just bop. It would've been it's... hilarious if like he fell and like as soon as he hit the ground, like all the <laughs> PVC that the yeah, just shattered. <laughs> just yeah. Oh man. <laughs> if they had the sound effect that was like that. I wish it was like a banana peel sound, like whoop, and then it just falls over. Yeah. Oh, too much. <laughs> he probably didn't give a shit at that point. They were, he just looked offset and was like, "So I'm done here." Yeah, it's kind of just like presumed that he's just dead. Oh yeah, Am he I died. Dead? With that one step, I mean, like if you get stabbed like that. Of course, that blade was massive, so I wonder if it went like out and through his other side. So that's probably like shocking. I think, shocking so. I think it went like into a, him, and then there was a cool like sound as he like pulls it out. It sounds really Shunk. serrated. Yeah, like so, it must have just like really just rip like rip. his heart into like shreds. You know, his heart. It looked like he got stabbed in like the gut. His, his yeah, in his the side? his side. Maybe in the like, side. Th- side think gut. about well, like he couldn't get stabbed in the heart because that's he's got armor. He's stabbed him pretty up high, man. Well, he he had to find like a like a slit in the armor, like right right here where yeah, I like got to right pause his leg. This armor yeah, is not very good protection. 
looking at it, it's not very good protection. There's no it protects your neck, which is good protecting neck. But then <laughs> it it looks like it bends a lot and like contor- like contorts to his body, but then it leaves his hips open and his sides open. Yeah, see, I think he got stabbed in the hip area. Yeah, like, that's it's just like, not well, that's not a good his armor leg design. is here, it and goes- this is like the cod piece, and like right here just looks like I don't know bodysuit. Well, I thought like he stabbed. So you have the big chest piece, and he wanted the blade to go up under the chest piece. So maybe he just went straight up through there. I think there was like a little style. like a little fold, you yeah. know, and then right, just right here. Because yeah, Zod right. is like on his knees. What's up? And he, yeah, he turns around, <laughs> real into the pose. We gotta do this, and just, yeah, yep, he does that, straight up in there. So yeah, there's definitely like a, a separation of plates, if you yeah. will, in the armor that uh, that Zod probably knew about. It does look good, and I wonder if yeah. he does ha- if he is the only one with that blade so welling, you know, knowing that he could find weaknesses. He couldn't in, like, do that Kryptonian standing up, armor. so he knew he had to like. All right, if you ever want to do this, you got to get on your knees. Yeah. Like a last-ditch effort kind of and thing. And, like, get up in there. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. Wolf. Like, you know, that's... times I say, get on your knees and get up in there. <laughs> I would have no nickels. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so, like, even when, uh, like, Laura runs to him, to jor um, so yeah, he's just like straight up dead. He's like, that's it. Like, yeah, no, it's not no, even, like, like, last no final words. Like, no. like everything was. Take care of it. Yeah, I, no, did... I think it's because like the pines are dead. Who gives a crap? Yeah, and that's what he <laughs> probably thought. He's like, probably just like, ah, well, let me just make this dramatic by falling flat like, on my maybe back. Maybe I want to talk to her because maybe he like really didn't like Laura, and he was like, oh, thank God, just, like, <laughs> fake, fake dead. Like when your mom walked in your room when you were a kid, you're like, I'm, I'm fake sleeping. I don't yeah. want her to talk to me. Don't want my mom to tell me I love you, just in case I don't see her in the morning. <laughs> What if, like, <laughs> God, kids are dickheads? Oh man, that's true. I'm going back to him falling on his back after his dying, but like, what if it's almost like I want a gif of that just on like repeat. the classic like robot getting power shut down to him, <laughs> down. like the armor's so heavy he the, can't um, even bend his knees to fall down. There's it's all locked. Oh, it's like in like, like a Pacific uh, Rim where it's like an EMP blast. Fall. It's like, well, we can't control this robot now. Yeah, it's, it's just, well, I was gonna oh, say, man, like, no more control you, here. Uh, fall back. Shut down your Windows PC. It has the little chime. Yeah, it plug that in. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Windows shut down. But yeah. soundbite. I wonder if that's it. What if the armor is like connected to you know his uh life force his his brain wave Brainstem. activity so like what's it's like oh i'm just dead I shut up he just, just didn't down. give a shit like he got what he <laughs> give wanted <a> shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, he saw his son like go out in his face and he was like that's it so I he won. wanted to fall on his back so he could watch it again so it's like oh like yeah, basically Laura's like talk of, to me talk to me goes, shut up woman like, like a qui-gon Jin fall over where like it's knees and then roll. tumble yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like his destiny is complete where he like got the ship out there so he's so he's got to watch. He's it. like it's, at one with the force. You can, he can or maybe can this leave. is the blowback of the engine, and it's fine. And it, Jor-El's the only one affected because bacon light as a feather, stiff <laughs> as a board style, and he's just ah oh, oh, can't control. Or maybe Zod just knew how to kill someone. That's probably what it is. He's <laughs> trained in the yeah, military. <laughs> just kill someone. Um, shut down everything. I did scrub back to see what his last words were, and it was uh, free to forge his own destiny. Those were his last words. Yeah. So, so I thought that was pretty cool. That's good last words. Yeah. Mine won't be anything like that. No, but I guess you don't really back. see it as his last words because he <laughs> does show up later on in the movie. R.I.P. Jory. 
Um, I felt when you think about so how Jorah's death affects both Lara and Zod, they're both really angry about the situation. Like, because they both were, I mean, Lara obviously, but Zod also was a really good friend of um, Jor-El. I feel like when you're looking for the emotional depth of like what the actors are portraying with their characters, I'm more compelled by Zod's like kind of like shock that he had to kill Jor-El. Yeah. More so than Lara's like, I love kind of scampering over and yeah. like, like on top of him, like really Shakespearean. Yeah. I don't know. Acting. I felt Zod's was more compelling. Like Michael Shannon's performance in this minute, way more compelling than, um, Laurel or Van. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I agree. Like, yeah, I mean, like again, you can definitely see it in his face. Like he's, yeah, he's he, cause completely he, he does bummed. It, he stares he at this guy. Jor-El for like the longest time. Like he's just angry, but yeah. kind of sad. And like, so many emotions going through his mind. You were my brother, Anakin. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Pulls the blade out. Yeah. And, even we and even then looks get, around. Yeah, later on in the film, he actually um, gets to talk with uh, Jor-El again, but it's his subconscious, and it kind of makes it seem like it's a it's a brotherly talk where yeah. it's, it's like they're bickering at each other, and he's just like, I'm fucking tired of it. Quit it. And it's like, all right, yeah. You, their past has definitely been uh, a big part of, of, of both of their lives. <laughs> Maybe Jor-El was the, you know, obviously he was the head scientist, but maybe Zod would come to him and be like, hey, I want to make this big-ass blade come out of my arm. Can we science the shit out of this and incorporate it into my armor? And he was like, yeah, okay, cool. And then it led to his death? Yeah. Yeah. If he was a military scientist, what if he was making Poetic. military blades? Yeah, because I wouldn't know how to do that. You you wouldn't know how to do that? Zod wouldn't? Oh. No. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to do that. Yeah, I, I know how to do that. <clears throat> yeah, do you guys put... have any other notes for this minute? No, that's no, it. I that's mean, it's it. just like the whole pr- pronouncing his name. Is it? Is it Cat? No, it's pronounced Zod. Oh, okay. Cal. <laughs> you lost me there. Sorry, terrible, terrible <laughs> attempt at humor. Joke. But yeah, uh, Mike, oh, hey, that joke. was that was a good joke. <laughs> Let's be supportive here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, so yeah, um, wrapping up here. Mike, thank you for being our first yeah, guest on first guest. Man of Steel Minute and our yeah, DC Cinematic Man. Minute podcast. I'm like a like a producer, so I should be the fucking first one. Yeah. Don't you know, look at me like gonna, that. We're just going to delete, delete these now. <laughs> yep. Perfect. <laughs> um, do you want to tell us your overall impressions of Man of Steel and maybe the whole... You saw it with us. I saw it with you guys. And yeah. that was the last time I watched it was that one time. Actually, no, that was the last time I watched it. And it was like opening night. That was yeah, that was opening night. Yeah, and um, we saw where we see it Universal. Yeah, I think it was a C-Mark, Universal. Yeah. I think we did we see it in IMAX. Yeah, we had to. What year is this? Two thousand twelve. Two thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, same year specific room, which I don't 13. believe. So I was dating. I still don't believe that. I was dating Taylor. <laughs> hey, oh. No. Yeah. The guys yeah. listening to this are going to be like, no, yeah, it was Taylor. Oh no, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because I don't know if we saw this in IMAX or not. Because my first IMAX movie was Prometheus, but. Really? From, yeah, that first one. Um, we saw that. Too. I we watched was, we, it. We went, that was, and yeah. I was. I mean, at this time, I was reading both. I mean, because I I wasn't working in the comic shop yet, but I was Not reading. Yet. I was reading both Marvel and DC, and you know, indie comics. Um, I was never. I was never a big Superman guy. I really liked um, 
action comics. Yeah. I really liked that Superman. I didn't care for New 52 at the time because I think this was... This is a right. This is right near the beginning in New Fifty Two. Uh, two years was, into it, I guess. Two years. Was yeah. it two years. Two thousand eleven. Yeah, so it's really not that far into it. Um, I didn't like the movie that much. I mean, it's not that it's not that I didn't like it. It was just kind of boring to me. It was a lot of fighting, uh, not a lot of exposition, and like at this point, I was like in my Tarantino phase, and so yeah. I, wanted, I wanted story a lot more than I wanted action scenes, and so it was a lot of nothing happening for long stretches of time and then a Dragon Ball Z fight sequence happening. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I mean it wasn't it, it's not that it's a bad movie. I don't know why people give it a bad rap. It's not they're not these movies are not bad movies. Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, they just have inconsistencies that are glaring. Yeah. That's but like you know even then like you know I wouldn't call them bad movies. I yeah. would call them just movies. I'm no, I'm not like oh my god you gotta watch it. I think, but they're just. You know, they're, I think they're, you know both Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. They're good films with problems. You know, yeah. Obvious. Every flaws film has problems. Yeah, like, there's not a perfect film except, except you know, Pulp Fiction. But like, <laughs> it's yeah. they just they're you can see the problems more readily than most movies. That is my problem with these two movies. Fair I when I first saw Man of Steel. It was like when I after the movie ended, I was like, or you know, just during the film, I was like, you know what? I think I'm done with the midnight per, like premiere scene. That was me, the first Avengers movie. I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing any more yeah. midnight movies. I think it like it definitely Man of Steel hit me. No, where it was, I was a like, Hobbit. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm not about this. I will go see this Sunday morning yeah. and have the theater to myself and not feel tired and not be going to bed at three in the morning. So, like, this was the film that I, that, but at the time as well, like, I was just getting into comics, like, hardcore status. Um, so, I didn't know much about Superman going into this film. Really weren't into uh, Superman at this time? Not when I saw Man of Steel in theaters. Wow. Um, I wow. was yeah, I big, who, into, big into who, DC. Was it, who was also in the group? I mean, I know I was. I was Jacob all was about. I Jacob was wasn't all into about it. This Jacob might have been into it because we were into mm-hmm. it. Yeah, um, I think Jacob was into it because he's into films, and you know he wants to pick apart a film yeah. that he sees. Yeah, I don't know, but that this was, was like my second coming of uh of Jesus. me <laughs> of kind of of me realizing um, how much you like DC. Y- yes. And how much uh, Superman. Superman mattered in all of it. Mm. Uh, how how iconic never, the character was. I've never appreciated him as a character. Exactly, because it's always been shoved down your throat. So I understand like, yeah. that kind of thing. It's that, like, like, but well, honestly, I think like, the wrong parts of Superman get shoved down your throat. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I know, I completely agree. And the wrong I stories. I did like the part of New, the end of New 52 when he was very vulnerable and he lost his powers and like... It was good. I mean, there's parts of Superman that I really like. All-Star yeah. Superman is my favorite, one of my favorite oh, comic yeah, books absolutely. of all time mm-hmm. because it's such a vulnerable... I'm right there with you. It shows a human Superman. Yeah. And he's not so Boy Scouty, but he actually kind of is. But, like, this Superman is just kind of... I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna say... He's kind of dumb. Yeah, well, yeah, he's new. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to be no, Superman. No, but I, I think... I think the character... I think... I think... Clark Kent is kind of like he knows he knows he has some kind of knowledge, but like knowledge. Superman is just kind of like 
guess I'm gonna hit this thing real hard and just see what happens from there. Like I understand like he's a new yeah. he's a new Superman, but it's just kind of like you could be a little smarter about it. Yeah, a little bit more tactical about it. We grew up on a farm. Well, yeah. Well, and I mean, comparing I'm pretty to... tactical when it comes to planting <laughs> corn, planting wheat, <clears throat> okra. <laughs> but yeah, he isn't a seasoned Superman, so I mean, yeah. it's kind of almost expected that seasoned he is Superman just going to. to uh... yeah. <laughs> Can I get one seasoned Superman, please? It's a special today. Oh well, do kids eat free? <laughs> um, but you know, he do, you do see it that he is just punching everything. Yeah, and... he's just he's just mindless violence. Exactly, just like red rage is in his eyes. It's like, all right, well, he's just gonna he's gonna he's out for blood. Yeah, I did like I did like the end of this movie. I really, really did like the end. Oh, yeah. Real I don't know if I want to spoil it. Are we spoiling it? <laughs> it's can out. Can we spoil it's it? Out. You can spoil it. Um, where he fucking just snaps his neck and he screams. I love that. Yeah. I think oh. that's like, that is just raw emotion. Yeah, and that was the best part of the movie for me. Yeah. If I could watch that on a loop, I'd love it. I think Matt. I think I do have our, that saved as a gif on my phone. Right. <laughs> 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 our, uh, getting our buddy Matt is like the opposite for him. Because I think the other day he said, we'll just watch Man of Steel. We'll stop right before it happens, and yeah. we'll just watch the next. I movie. think it's great because like, it what? shows Superman killing a guy. Yeah, yeah, I it's, think it's which never happens, to show and that. it's also like, the only other Kryptonian in all of existence yeah. that and he, he had him. to kill. He killed him. Yeah, and it kind of leads into what happens in the next film. Yeah, so it kind of needed to happen. Exactly, kind of need to show the the novice Superman making yeah. a mistake because you need to show like some character in him that's like. You can't just have him fresh out the gates being Boy Scout Superman. Yeah, exactly. Like he has to make mistakes. He has to exactly. Fuck up. Like yeah. if like if All Star Superman was put in this position, kind of thing, he would somehow he would outsmart it. He would outsmart him somehow, disable Zod, and put him you know buy him some time that he could get, get the Zod Phantom Drive back and, like, and that, send yeah, him somewhere send else. him actually into the Phantom Drive like how all the other Kryptonians did, except or like for uh, you know Superman leave Zod away. The negative the zone. Yeah, Superman vs. Elite. He was just like, was it the negative you ain't zone? got superpowers Phantom no more. Phantom Zone. Phantom Zone. Negative Zone is uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, comic books. Yeah, that's all. That's my feelings about this. Uh, this movie. That's good. I mean, I I do remember it being an enjoyable night. It was it, enjoyable. I think. Yeah, it's not. It's again, it's not a bad movie. I don't like saying. Things that people put their sweat, blood, and tears into are bad. Yeah. Zack Snyder is not a bad director. He's not my type of director, but he's not a bad director. He doesn't make bad movies. He no. makes movies. He makes movies that people like. Yeah. And good for him. And good for you guys for liking this movie and sticking up for it. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I've first viewing wasn't so on board with it when we saw it in theaters, but... The more I watch it, the more like it really gets to me. Yeah. And like I said, when we did like... Me and Nate first started this, and I talked about, like, would you take, and you you kind of reiterated it in some past minutes that we did, where we talked about how some of the best characters in this film are the father figures, like Jor-El and Jonathan Kent. They're well-written and, and well-acted. And mm -hmm. I told Nate, I was like, if you watch this film and you take what they say and apply it to yourself, they're not, they're not just talking to Superman. Like, you can take it and you, like... You're like, wow, those people are kind of like telling me how I should be as a person because everyone should want to be like Superman in a way that um, he's just a well, he's just a he's a good, good human. Yeah, yeah he's a, a good, well, he's not, not a human, yeah, but a good person. Good yes. person. He's a person. And that's how you should want to be. And like, I think exactly. Jonathan Kent, like Kurt Russell nails it, writing for him. The guy from Perfect. Waterworld. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
Sorry. Can't get over it. I can never remember his name, so I always just call him the guy from Waterworld. I always feel like I'm getting the name wrong whenever I say it. Exactly. That's why I never say his yeah. name. Yeah. I'm always like, that's not the dude from... Uh... The Thing? Yeah. <laughs> Kurt. Is his name Kurt Russell? Who was in this movie? It's him, right? Is it Kurt Russell or is it Kurt Vonnegut? Kurt Cameron. <laughs> Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> Kurt Cameron's in this movie. No, uh, but yeah, like I, 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 yeah, whatever you were saying before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I agree with whatever you said. Not Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's from Death Proof. That's not Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. Name? Kurt something, or is it Russell, <laughs> Russell Crowe? No. <laughs> Russell Crowe. Kurt Russell Crowe. You always get it. What is mixed his name? Up. You, always, you, always, you always do it. Oh, my. Every time I can. Kevin Costner. Kevin, Kevin Costner. Oh, man. I think we said it in some past minutes. Right? Yeah. Probably. It's the guy from Waterworld. You can never remember his name. There's too many K's and R's in this movie. <laughs> Cal I was like, wait, Kurt Russell's the Clark dude from. Clark Kent. Kurt Russell. What's his Kurt name? Russell. Kevin Costner. Yeah. Too many cuz. I was like, Kurt Russell, isn't that the guy from King Kong from the 70s? Like, and it is. Kurt Russell's in the King Kong from the 70s? Yeah, because it's the guy from The Thing, right? Yeah, yes, Kurt Russell's the from same The Thing. One. I never watched that it's King Kong. It's the one Kong. where the, the Kong, instead of climbing Empire State Building, climbs the uh, Eiffel Tower. Twin Towers. Twin the Eiffel Towers? I never saw that. <laughs> 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 the Eiffel Tower. He's swinging That's a baguette good. around. All right, we got to end this minute. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and end this. Uh, but As your phone's ringing. We'll catch you next time. That's funny. <laughs> Right at the end, too. We'll catch you next time here on DC Cinematic Minute. Oh, I'm Mike. Listen to Stellar Dynamics, please. (laughs) (laughs) And look up Kurt Russell. Look up Kevin Costner.